0: If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms And ready-made clothing has lost its charms Join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last Self-Sewn Good morning and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe with Mallory Donahue. Um, this broadcast originally appeared as a live Facebook video in the Self-Sewn Wardrobe Facebook group. So, if you want to be part of a very nice, smart, inclusive sewing community, I'd highly suggest this Facebook group. If you're not on Facebook... Um, we've had a few people join Facebook and under perhaps assumed names, uh, in order to join the group and have a good time there. It's very positive place. It's a place of a lot of learning. Um, and we have a good time. So I, we, we've just kept the, the rapport on the Facebook group to such a it's it's really held to a high standard. Everyone's very, very thoughtful, um, and I've been sharing more of our content there, more of our blog posts, and it's been a really good time. Good morning to Glenda, and uh, I know Sandy said that she would be joining, but that it is negative 42 with the wind chill, apparently, up in Canada, and we got Karen joining us, and I know she's from Louisiana, so it's much warmer there. Hi, Jacqueline, and make sure to say hello to me because it's how I know that you're watching via Facebook Live. Hello, Melissa. Uh, speaking of blogs, I've really been enjoying Melissa's blog lately. She's posted a lot of really awesome uh, makes there, and good morning to Kim and to Jess. So... Uh, and Sandy, I already said good morning to you. Um, <laughs> so this morning, Mary Mary Cleveland in the group has been bugging me in a, in the best way possible to do a little video on seam rippers because in the last sew so here box we included uh, this tulip pink surgical seam ripper, and it's a lovely tool to have. I I do use it often, and I just. Sorry, Mary, I just kept forgetting to write it down, kept forgetting to, um, you know, uh, make it a part of my live video schedule, and so now it is on the live video schedule, and here we are, uh, and I've got actually three different seam-ripping implements in front of me here, and I will be walking a little closer to the camera to demonstrate them uh, a little later in the broadcast. So I want to address some questions that I got in uh, the last broadcast, and for... Those of you who are podcast listeners, I apologize that uh, the broadcast from Monday of this week is not available as a podcast. Because uh, this week uh, threw me for a little bit of a loop. I've I've got a husband out of town for a funeral, etc. And I forgot to bring the microphone to the shop. So I don't have a nice mp3 file to publish. But we uh, talked about sewing in the new year. And it was a good time. So if you want to see that, check out the Facebook group. And you can search for the hashtag SSWLive to look at all of the live videos. If you're wanting to catch up on any of them. Um, And... Okay, so I posted a picture of the seam ripper earlier this morning of the Tula Pink Seam Ripper, and it's beautiful. It's got this, like, oil slick finish on it. It is like a fine sword. Uh, it has, like, a balance. Uh, I'm, I'm putting the seam ripper on my finger right now and balancing it. So if you've ever watched, I mean, I just think this is, like, some Game of Thrones Lord of the Rings stuff right here. It's my Valerian Steel Seam Ripper, right, everybody? Uh so <laughs> Lauren says she got one for Christmas. Yeah, they're fabulous. And um the 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 comment, the the first comment that I got on the post of the picture of my face with the seam ripper is that is not my mother's seam ripper. And As many of you know, I we do another podcast uh, here at SewHere.com called Sewing Out Loud that I host with my mother. And you know, this isn't really my mother's seam ripper either, this surgical seam ripper, okay? And a lot of you might think when somebody says it's not my mother's seam ripper, you might think of... quote unquote old school seam ripper, the one that's kind of a two prong, two uneven prongs with a little red ball. And Karen just asked about, uh, she wanted to ask what the little red ball was for on the seam ripper. And mom was super excited to talk about this. And we'll probably uh, record a little episode of Sewing Out Loud about it too. Uh, what mom uses, okay, if you really want to know what ZD uses most often to rip out seams, which she just grabs for immediately. What is hanging around her sewing studio at home on little magnetic, uh, she's got like little magnets stuck to things, and then these prep blades are on there, okay? So this is just a little straight razor, okay? Uh, you can get boxes of these, but this often intimidates people, scares people they don't want to just have razor blades laying around no idea why uh and uh but it is it's what i use too now the thing about this is uh amanda says Z D is hardcore yeah this everybody's like are you like dealing cocaine or something (laughs) you know like no not yet. Uh, no, it hasn't come to that. Uh, but uh, we would probably be making more money. But uh, we we do have these everywhere. I actually made a little sewing kit once that has a magnet with like a flap over it where I kept my razor blade because it's what we use most often. This does take a little bit of getting used to using the razor blade, and it doesn't have this razor blade does not have a handle, and it works. The straight razor blade works without the handle, but Noah had shared an Exacto knife, and the exacto knife is not the same as the surgical seam ripper, okay? So the surgical seam ripper does give you a little bit of a better grip. Um, Lonnie says I have a box of 100 of those blades, but I use mostly single edge razors for handy home improvement stuff. So, Lonnie, you might end up using these in your sewing room. Uh, sometime soon. The one thing I don't have today that I didn't think about prepping when I was doing this, uh, and I will make a video of this later, maybe I'll do another little short live video after this one, is I'm I'm going to unbaste the ginger jeans that I basted together for you today. But the other thing that you can use these single razor blades for, and this Tula Pink, you know, surgical seam ripper for, is to take out embroidery. Okay, like machine embroidery that's on a garment, either stuff that you did and you messed it up or you want to take it out for whatever reason or if you want to take off the logo on something from a uh, from from a ready-made garment. Oh, Mom just joined us. Mom, Karen asked what the little red ball on the seam ripper was for, and uh, Mom says that lots of people are out there using the classic version, the most common version of the seam ripper, incorrectly. The ball is meant to protect your clothing and the point is meant to pick little stitches out. So there are a couple ways to rip out seams and I'm actually going to take my three seam ripping implements right now and I'm going to move a little bit Uh, closer to the camera. I'm going to move my microphone with me. So just give me one moment. uh, Excuse the small interruption. and I'm going to walk around to the front of the table. You won't see my face. You'll just see uh, what uh, uh, the the seam ripping that I'm doing. Okay, so here I come. So glad my microphone has a long cord. My legs aren't long enough to step over it. There there we go. So I've got my, my belly right in your face. So here is the Single edge like prep blade. Here's the Tula Pink Seam Ripper. Okay, it comes with extra blades. So, this is something this handle here could like last you forever. You just buy replacement blades. Okay, and then here is your kind of classic Seam Ripper, right? This, you know, Clover guy. Uh, and I they don't have anything like against this, but okay, let's get a seam here. First of all, this is a type of stitching that you might take out. One rule for taking out stitching is if at all possible take it out from the back, okay? It's easier to get the bobbin thread uh, from the back and so I do have two different colors here because I was just basting these together okay, Um, and if you are going to take out stitches from the back, so with the classic seam ripper you can use this little point to get underneath a stitch or two I do this like every you know couple stitches here and then my uh, seam will come out and I just caught some of my fabric because I'm looking at the camera so don't pay no attention to that. Okay so if I take it out every couple of stitches here it's going to come apart much more easily. Now these are uh, basting stitches so they're much longer okay Um, just so you know Uh, but don't Don't think that that's uh, something that, I mean, you're going to use the same technique. You're going to take out every, you know, three, every five stitches. With the classic seam ripper, this ball is supposed to protect your fabric. So don't dig into your seam with the point. You're actually supposed to use the ball, okay, and then rip like that. Right, Mom? Tell me if I'm doing that right, okay? And I actually, I'm, once again, having been taught by my mom so much, I am a little spoiled, <laughs> but this is how I rip out seams with the straight edge. I kind of spread my seam apart and just gently, gently kind of, uh, <laughs> almost if the razor blade was like a tongue, you gently lap at the seam and I kind of do this, okay? And it will come apart, okay? So, now we have our seam so if the, the thing about this seam ripper, the, what makes it so great is it's so sharp. So you shouldn't need to push, right? A sharp knife, a sharp, like, razor for your, for your body is safer than a dull one, okay? So that you are not pushing, so that you are not forcing the action of the blade, So, Karen says she would cut herself with this. Um, Or, oh, she would cut herself with a razor blade. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I understand if people aren't comfortable using the razor blade. And that's why I like this tool. And I do use this a lot. And I kind of like the ergonomics of it. I hold it almost like a pencil, like this. And then I just do this. Sorry, it's a little hard to hold this. Or I'll even come up upwards if I'm worried about getting my fabric in there but sometimes if I've got like a very new blade and everything is you know going uh, well you can just almost like gently slice down the seam or you can come upward well there we go all done okay so the surgical seam ripper is of course safer than the straight razor blade okay here I've got another seam here once again going going from the back at first here, this is the side seam to my my jeans, to my ginger jeans, okay? So what I'm going to do first, I'm going to get started on the back. The black is my bobbin thread, okay? And I'm just going to pull up a stitch there and just cut it. Look, that's all. So you're not going to, you shouldn't, you shouldn't poke yourself, okay? I know it looks scary, but it's such a sharp, nice tool that you shouldn't poke yourself. And then once you get that seam open, um, Lauren just said gravity works, but if, if gravity is not working, you know, just gent- I know you're not supposed to push a blade toward you, but it's not like you're going up through a, a piece of wood or something like that, okay? You are being gentle, and you're just allowing the thread, okay? You're allowing gravity to pull the thread down onto the blade, okay? So if I've got my blade under this pink thread right here, and I gently just versus pulling up on the implement, I kind of let the thread fall down onto it. There we go, I'm going to open it up. If you're working with really tight stitches, I kind of prep the seam beforehand. And I, once again, go along every, you know, three to five stitches, and I just pick one of those bobbin threads and cut it. And then it will all come apart for me. So, I'm going to run back behind the table again, take all of my seam ripping implements with me. And as many Facebook groups do, a lot of people are, you know, posting, asking questions about, like, where's the, you know, the best place to find, you know, this material or or where's the, you know, the cheapest place I can get this. And, uh, you know, we sell sewing stuff, of course, so I'm always telling you to, you know, buy it from me because if you like the group, that's a good idea, right? <laughs> but... What we got into on Monday's broadcast was some conversation about pressing implements, okay? And some of those pressing implements, the clapper and the sleeve board, were things that could last you forever, okay? They were things that could literally, unless you lost them or, you you know, your your house catches on fire, which, I mean, can happen— you could have the the clapper and that sleeve board forever. You could make a new cover for the sleeve board, et cetera. So a couple of you were talking about the traditional seam ripper getting dull, the one with the little ball on it. That can happen. I don't really know and I'm sure I'm sure there's some way, but I don't really know of a way to sharpen this seam ripper. Um, maybe you could try cutting like through aluminum foil or, you know, getting an itty bitty little whetstone in there or something. But here's the deal about the surgical seam ripper. If you have a handle like this, you can get replacement blades. And if you are careful about this and you're not like opening boxes with it or something, it will stay nice and sharp. So your blade will last you a very long time. It comes with a cover. Okay. I like to be careful with my cover, not to poke the cover with the blade because i believe that that would dull it like the you know the tip of the blade there so i find this surgical seam ripper to be a nice go like a nice happy medium between a traditional seam ripper with a handle and a prep blade like a single edge you know straight razor like this but it is different the surgical seam ripper is different from an exacto knife i've i've tried to take out um, seams with an exacto knife when things were, when uh, when supplies were slim. A lot of people in college looked at me like I was crazy for carrying around a razor blade, um, but you know all the graphic design students had their exacto knives, so I don't know what the problem was. Um, <laughs> so I always, I, I will use the straight razors, and of course you can get, you know, you can just be switching those out, but there are other surgical seam rippers out there that aren't metal like this. They have a plastic handle. They're actual Scalpels, and a lot of surgical equipment is disposable, of course, because that's nice that you're not having the same scalpel used on you as the guy who came into the, you know, um, surgery room before you, right? Okay, so this is a thing, once again, a sewing implement that could last you a very long time. And someone asked where to get replacement blades. Um, you can get them online. They are scalpel blades. That's literally what they are. And that's why they call it the surgical seam ripper. And they screw on right here. This is something a few people, when we did the Sew Here box survey, a few people were like, oh, I was so happy to get another surgical seam ripper. (laughs) And uh, then a few people were like, well, I already have a surgical seam ripper. I would have... I'm telling you, it would last you forever, but I like to have several of these in my sewing world. I like to keep one kind of like near my machine or my serger or something, and then one elsewhere. I really like it, okay? Um, Lonnie's asking what the blade number is. I will check that out. Uh, Amanda says she went to college in the 80s, and so carrying around a razor blade was, I will say, de rigueur, right? Okay, so (laughs) I hope that when Mary gets to watch this video— She appreciates the evaluation of the different seam rippers. And uh, if you see us using razor blades, et cetera, et cetera, you know, it's not that we don't like the surgical seam ripper. We're just, we are comfortable. I have never, I mean, knock on wood, right? Okay. (laughs) I have never cut myself taking out a seam with a straight razor. I've, I've cut myself doing, like, a lot of other things, okay? Um, I've actually cut myself cleaning out my machine before, but I have never actually cut myself using one of these. And I think it's important, once again, have something sharp. If you find yourself poking yourself or, like, like with your traditional classic seam ripper, you might need to get a new one, okay? Uh, and that is the thing about, once again, when you have that surgical handle, you can just replace the blade instead of throwing out the entire seam ripper when it does eventually of course get dull from use because that's what happens when we use our things right um so yeah that my tips for seam ripping today are start from the back I kind of go every a few stitches and uh then I will attempt to open the entire seam up when you are taking out a serger stitch the rules change and so tomorrow what my broadcast is going to be, it'll be Thursday, is the anatomy of a serger stitch and how to take out a serger stitch, how to remove a serger stitch. So that is what I'll be covering tomorrow. Another question that was asked in uh, this week's previous broadcast on Monday was, will there be any other challenges for the group in the new year. And yes, there will be. So I'm working on those right now and going to be doing some challenges. And if there are any challenges that you might suggest, if if you've got something, um, a lot of people are organizing their sewing rooms. And so uh, that is something that we could do, you know, something about. But I kind of prefer to do things about clothing. But if you all want to do that we can do it. So anyway, uh, tomorrow I'll be talking about the anatomy of serger stitch and how to uh, take out, how to take them out as well. And let me know if you have any more questions, and if you want to treat yourself to a Tulip Pink surgical seam ripper, we've got them in our online store. And I hope you get something sewn today. And if you have to rip, I hope that you have a good tool for ripping when it comes to that. All right.